ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Just lift your hands and just speak, speak in tongues. It's a beautiful Sunday morning, beautiful day. God has made it possible for you to be a part of this encounter. Just lift your hands and bless Him and just thank Him. Thank Him for making a way for you. Thank Him for making a way for you. He's awesome. He's mighty. He's beautiful. Beautiful. He's beautiful. There's none like him. Father, we thank you for this wonderful experience in your presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 You may please be seated. We are going to stand up again and just pray some prayers. Just a series of prayers. From one verse of scripture, I feel we should bring to God this morning. And that scripture is from Ephesians chapter 4 verse number 13. Just one verse. Verse 13. It says, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ there's no prayer that comes close to praying the will of God for your life wow. and if you, if you care to know the will of God for your life this is the will of God Amen. Ephesians 4.13 is the will of God the New Living Translation says this will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. But my best translation is the living Bible. The living Bible. And please listen to it as we pray. It says, until finally we all believe alike about our salvation and about our Savior. God's son and all become full grown in the Lord yes to the point of being filled 
with Christ. What a beautiful verse. It begins with what the King James says till we all come to the unity of the faith. But the Living Bible explains it. It says, until finally we all believe the same thing about salvation and about the Savior. Mm. The same thing. Yes. One of the major causes of problems with each other is that we believe different things. Whoa. That's actually why there are many different denominations. If we all believe the same thing, we all be in one room. So a lot of the divisions in churches, pastor against member, singer against choir leader, usher against um, branch pastor, <laughs> treasurer against general overseer, is that we don't believe the same thing about salvation. Somebody feels that he can just fornicate and go to heaven. Somebody believes that he must be holy to make it to heaven. We don't believe the same thing about salvation. Wow. Even pastors don't believe the same thing. I've heard with my two ears a pastor preaching and saying that you don't present the gospel to someone by talking about the cross and the blood of Jesus. You don't do that. You say, you, you, it's too what? It's too gruesome. It's like you don't frighten people with sex verses. Wow. You don't frighten an unbeliever with blood. Mm -hmm. So we don't believe the same thing. Somebody sees the cross as a place of victory. Another person sees the cross as a place of sacrifice. There are two different human beings with different beliefs. But we are going to pray today that you and I will believe the same thing. Yeah. That we will believe the same thing about our salvation, about our savior, about maturity, about our fullness. That we will all believe that it's important to draw close to the savior. Wow. 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 It's important to talk to Jesus. He said and all become full grown in the Lord. People don't mature. One of the signs that you are full grown in the Lord is that you are teaching someone. Teach. But we can be in church. I want to teach. He doesn't want to teach. When the Bible says that for when for the time, Hebrews 5.12 for when for the time you ought to be a teacher as you mature, it's a, it's a standard that until you have taught somebody, you can't say you are maturing. And today, we are going to rise to our feet 
and pray about the things we believe. Amen. The things we believe. Amen. Our beliefs. Our beliefs are drawing us apart. Someone believes that he must be a missionary. I remember one day in my church, one sister was going for shepherd's training on Sunday. As she was climbing the steps, the staircase, she met an elderly woman who asked her where she was going. So she's going for a shepherd's training, shepherd's school. So these things, don't, they are just using you. Mm. They are just using you to build a church. Mm. Don't join these things. These are church members. They have sat in the same service. But apparently, they believe, that they, they, they believe different things. Lift your two hands. And we are going to pray that we will not believe something the Bible doesn't allow us to believe. That our faith will line up with the word of God. That our faith will line up with God's word, God's precepts. We are praying that we will believe the things God expects us to believe in the blood, in the cross, in sacrifice, in serving God, in in building the kingdom, in working for God, that we will believe these things. Lift your voice and begin to pray that you will believe in serving God. You will believe in sacrifice. You will believe in the cross. Lift your hands and pray. Imamosi mayan dalababa mayande bosika bondalaba mayan dalababa makataba mayanda mayanda ramama samama yamama yamama mayan dalababa sababa mayande bosatiba mamama mayanda bayanda maya kabala I'll believe, I'll believe, I'll believe the same thing, Lord. I'll believe what you believe. My passion will be your passion. Your passion will be my passion. Yes, Lord. Your emphasis will be my emphasis. What you say yes to is what I say yes to. What you say no to is what I say no to. Yes, Makaba. Dolobozi mama mayaba mayaba satababa mama mama mayaba mama mama pray we are praying about our beliefs about our beliefs masata la baba la baba la mama that we will all believe in building the work of God building the kingdom doing the work of God serving God we all believe in missions we all believe in crusades we all believe in outreaches we all believe the same thing pray Masa Makotoba Mayandala Baba Ramama Samama Ramama Zimolobosa Ramama Bosantala Babonde Ramama Samama the next prayer we are praying is right there 
I'm reading from the living Bible. It says, and all become full grown. Say all. 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 Not just pastors or reverends or a section of the church. We are praying that everybody will grow. Amen. Everybody. It says, till all become full grown in the Lord. Full grown. Full grown. And let's turn our Bibles to Hebrews 5.12. In case you don't believe it. The living Bible says, You have been Christians a long time now. And you ought to be teaching others. But instead, instead you have dropped back to the place where you need someone to teach you all over again mm. the first principles in God's word. Mm. You are like babies who can drink only milk, not old enough for solid foods. I take it again. He said, Then you ought to be teaching others. Yes. That's what it means when you mature. Anybody who doesn't teach others has not matured. You have not matured. You can say you've been in the church for 50 years, but you have not matured. You can say you were part of the church when it started, but you have not matured. Passing time in the church doesn't mean you have matured. A sign, one big sign that you have matured is that you teach other people. Hebrews 5 and verse 12. Lift your hands and begin to pray. That all, and, and, and the Bible says, so we all, oh, not some shepherds, oh, not some reverends, everybody matures. Begin to pray now that everybody in the church will mature. You will mature. I will mature. We will mature. They will mature. Others will mature. Everybody should mature. Everybody should mature. Pray. Pray that we all mature. Pray that we all mature. Everybody. 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 Your husband must mature. Your wife must mature. Your friend must mature. The leader must mature. The member must mature. Your child must mature. Everybody must mature. 
pray. Asa, imama la baba, imendo lo boso. Imama la baba, imama la baba, lambra mazinde le bosa, imali bosa, baba baba, maya maya maya, ramama ramama zababa, imama zababa, we are mature and finally we are praying we are finishing the prayer that we will mature to what point to the point of being filled full with Christ the living bible Ephesians 4.13 being filled full with Christ Christ not singing no or playing drums no or playing bass guitar no full of Christ Christ not knowledge of which car the pastor is driving no not knowledge of uh, the size of the church building no. Christ Christ full of Christ King James says the measure of the fullness of the stature of when we see you, we see Christ. That's what they, they, they saw the guys. They said, these are Christians. When someone sees you, the person must see Christ. Hallelujah. When somebody experiences you, the person must experience Christ. Amen. Anything short of that makes you a disappointment. Yes. Lift your hands. We are praying to be failed. Yes. Fill me. Fill me. Fill me. Fill me. Fill me up. Fill me. Fill me up. Fill me up. Fill me up. Fill me. Oh Jesus. Fill me up. 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 Human ideas are too much. Jesus, fill me. Fill me. Fill me. Jesus, 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 fill me. When people see me, they must see Yes, Lord. Christ like. When they see me, they are seeing Fill me. Fill my soul. Fill my heart. Fill my mind. Fill my life. Fill my days. Fill my time with Jesus. Pray. Masika la baba, le bayada ikola, atende 
Father, we thank you. Jesus. We are grateful to you. And as we step into your presence and worship this morning, let our voices become a fragrance to you. We will be singing from all over the world. But let it be one voice in your presence. Thank you. That knowing you is the best thing that ever happened to us. Yes. That, that, that to say we know you is our greatest achievement. Help us to know you. Help us to love your presence. Help us to enjoy your presence. That we will not find your presence boring. That we will desire it like Moses desired your presence. Your presence or nowhere going. Help us to know you and to love you. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. What an awesome time of worship and praise. I hope some of you took the advantage to be dancing in your rooms because we were having a total ball here. Amen. But it's testimony time. Oh, I can't hear you shouting. I said it's testimony time. And the Lord has a word for us. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 19 and verse 10 that the testimony of the Lord is the spirit of prophecy. And I believe that it is based on the surety of the testimony that we have a surety of prophecy. And I want to announce to you this morning that the testimonies that I'm about to speak to you this morning are coming out as prophecies. If you believe them, stand at them, and you are going to be blessed in the name of Jesus. Amen. So our first testimony says, Hello, Pastor and Patience Amwa, a member of the Echoes of Joy Choir, and also a member of the Denton New Sight Center in the Apollman region. And my testimony is about how, by faith, I was able to watch the Arise Prayer Rally service with bishop will go without data i'm sure some of you are already excited at the sound of that and i'm believing god with you that this testimony is also going to play out in your life if you believe a shout aloud amen so she said i woke up on one of the mornings to pray during the arise prayer rallies knowing that i didn't have enough data my shepherd called me reminding me trying to wake me up to join the prayer service but i knew that i didn't have data and the data that i had was probably going to last for just about five minutes but i just listened to my shepherd and said i was going online so i went online was following the service after five minutes my data ran out and i was like well i went online said what happened after that was that I prayed to God. She said, I prayed to God and said to myself, said, I said to myself, if I pray for five minutes, my data will get finished. I am not to blame. So I joined the service online and less than five minutes, my data got finished. And I said to myself, God, give me a spiritual connection to watch and pray. 
I see you also receiving a spiritual connection. I see you also finding data in this time in the mighty name of Jesus. So she said, surprisingly, I was able to watch the service without data till the service ended. Can you say wow where you are? Is there anyone who needs data this morning? Is there anyone who needs data for Tuesday's flow prayer service? I want you to lift up your voice and receive it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. She said, I want to encourage all of us to have faith in God. Your much or your least doesn't matter to God. But your faithfulness with what you have does i thank god for the supernatural experience god bless you may you also testify of a supernatural experience in the name of jesus amen now our second testimony says good morning pastor jerry i'm davis obro from lakeside region i want to share on how god saved me and took me out of a coma during my attachment when training at gnfs he said Pastor, I fell sick of malaria last year, May. Malaria plus, plus, plus. He said, I was admitted at 37 military hospital. At a point, I was paralyzed in one side of my body. The doctors couldn't tell what was going on with me. I was admitted in the emergency ward. There were four others with me in the emergency ward who had and my situation he's saying here said was more complex than theirs but they all didn't make it surprisingly by the grace of god i didn't see death i came out of this sickness and i'm alive today then this is where i need you to pay attention to he said the reason why i'm sharing this testimony is because i feel i have taken god for granted please listen he said while i was lying in the bed for a month in 37 in a coma i realized that i couldn't make any contact with the physical world but i was still alive i was not alive but i was alive in the sense that his spirit was just hovering around the place he hadn't yet seen death he could see people he recognized i mean walking around but he couldn't make any contact with anyone he was not dead so then after a month he comes out of it the doctor said i want you to take god very seriously because the doctors knew that it wasn't because of anything that they had done and they knew that this was a miracle and he said he has taken god for granted because even after this he said back then he was in adenta with bishop ogo seven as a shepherd just when he got the entry to go and train in the fire service the moment he got the invitation he put aside the shepherdora work and then he went in to go and join this training and that was where he found the sickness he has followed bishop ogo all the way to oyibi by the grace of god but he hasn't been serious he hasn't been actively serving god so he says that it is because of the situation that we are in that it makes him it frightens him to wonder what is going to happen then he said i have vowed to give my life to serving god actively from today my brothers and sisters if you are hearing this testimony now you are in the best place you could possibly be don't delay and waste the time you have left let's give our lives to him now god bless our prophet 
for being a perfect example to us all and thank you for the privilege you give us to serve god your labor is not in vain god richly bless you can you put your hands together for the lord wherever you are this morning i don't know what state you are in i don't know what prevents you or makes it difficult for you to be able to give yourself to god but i see everything holding you back giving you away and you are i see you entering into the ministry i see you putting your hand to the plow may nothing be able to draw draw you back in the mighty name of jesus put your hands together and celebrate god for such amazing and fantastic testimonies and this morning i'm excited to welcome once again to bless us with a song kimberly clap your hands and let's receive her what a blessing what a blessing what a blessing Honey, honey, I need you Honey, honey, I love you 
your hands for Jesus or oh, let your hand clap be louder beautiful song beautiful song I know that this morning your heart is prepared you are ready to receive the word that is coming to you today and I am equally very excited that God is coming to us with his word you know the Bible says there was a time in Israel where there were no teaching priests yes it says under places the word of God was scarce so when the word of God comes to you you may not know but something special is happening to you yes some people don't have the privilege you have they don't have access to the wisdom you are about to receive so I want you to know this morning that this is not one of the ordinary things happening to you. You are, you are enjoying a rare blessing to receive God's word. And I'm privileged that God 
will choose me to share his word with you this morning. And uh, I am preaching from my favorite book, What It Means to Be As Wise As a Serpent. What It Means to Be As Wise As a Serpent. It's a very, very special book to me because I believe that it contains the wisdom keys we need to live our lives in this very, very, very evil world. Very, very treacherous world. And I have no doubt that God is going to have many things to pour into your life as you keep hearing these words of wisdom over and over again. And in Matthew 10 verse 16, that's where Jesus told us, he says, be ye therefore wise as serpents. He said, behold, I send you forth as sheep among wolves. Sheep among wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Wise as serpents. Harmless as doves. One day we will talk about the harmlessness of doves. Because you need both. The world is very evil. My sister. We, we, we are like sheep among wolves. And, it, I, and I always say that you can imagine the destiny of sheep among wolves. What, what do you think will happen to a sheep that finds itself among wolves? Will they play? <laughs> will, they, will they lie together and sing together? No. Only one thing is expected. The tearing apart of the sheep. The eating of the sheep. The finishing of the sheep. The wounding of the sheep. My dear friend, that is how you should see yourself in this world. That the systems of this world may enhance your education, may enhance your beauty, may advance your business, but the systems of this world can never be kind your spiritual life. So if you are a Christian in this world, it's important you see yourself as a sheep among wolves that want to eat you up, that want to destroy you, your faith, that is. And what you need is the wisdom of the serpent. And today, I'm sharing from chapter 9 of this book. And chapter 9 talks about how snakes or serpents are masters of contentment. Masters of contentment. I want you to turn your Bibles to Philippians chapter 4. Verse number 12. Philippians 4. Verse 12. Today I'm sharing with you a wisdom key you need 
to survive in this world, to make it as a Christian in this world, to do well as a Christian, you need a key. And the key is the key the snakes have. And that is, they are masters of contentment. Philippians 4.12 says, I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere, 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 and in all things, I am instructed how to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Yes. It says, I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. Whatever state I am, I've learned. Contentment is a very, very important wisdom key. Yes, contentment. To be okay. I'm sure you are asking, Mr. Bishop Man, what is the meaning of contentment? It means to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> to be okay. I'm okay. Today, most of us do not live with this wisdom key of the serpent, which is to be okay with little. Yes? Listen very carefully. Today's message has something to add to your spirituality. You see, when you see a snake in the sand, you know, I have shared with you already that snakes can live anywhere and everywhere. And when you go to the Sahara Desert, if I recently I saw a short clip of a snake lying in sand and trying to, you know, hide in the sand. Something just some just a short clip I saw. They are everywhere. Now, now, when you see a snake, now, now let's just take our time and do some imagination. Imagine a snake in the Sahara Desert, that expanse of sand. What will it eat? I mean, you can imagine a snake in, in the forest. It's got many animals to swallow deer and all these things. But imagine a snake in the icy Arctic. What will it eat in the ice? In the snow? In the ice? What will it eat? Hmm. You see, <laughs> the same way we ask ourselves the question, what will the snake eat? Is the same way you should also ask yourself, how will I survive in this dry place? And if a snake can survive in the sand, you should also be able to survive anywhere. Anywhere. Some snakes can eat once a year. 
or once every few months. How many of us can do that? So, so not having to eat often is one of the survival keys of the snake. Not having to eat often. Yes, it can be there and it's not eating. You have to eat three times a day with four snacks in between. Yeah. And, and that is why you will not last long. Yeah, because you, <laughs> you can't live without eating. When you go around, you see lizards and they are being killed every day. You see them around. When was the last time you saw a snake which has come out to see if there's some food to eat? No. No? Have you seen a snake? It just comes around. That's why the snake is alive. That's why the snakes are around. I see you being around. I said, I see you being around. Not having to eat a lot. Let me just go by the, to the side a little. Some of you, you eat a lot. You eat a lot. You don't have to. There's no rule that says that you must eat three times a day. By every day, you must clear breakfast, you must clear lunch, you must clear supper. And then just before you sleep, you clear. There's a boy I know, when he approaches the fridge, I'm afraid. <laughs> when I see him going to the fridge, I say, hey, there's a, there's a clearing agent in the house. <laughs> there's a clearing agent. Two of them. But they have a sister. Who doesn't go near the fridge? She's there. I even hardly see her eating. Just, she has the wisdom of a snake. But the boys, well, the, the way they take their steps and go to the fridge, they, they hold the door of the fridge and open it. Say, yeah, Lord, send these boys to school. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you can survive with little. I was just by the side. But I'm just telling you today, snakes are masters of contentment. Because with very little, they are able to live for many years. Many years with just little. They eat once a while. Can you know? Imagine that if a snake had to look for food three times a day, they won't be able to kill them. That's why snakes are around and dinosaurs can be found. After a big meal, a king cobra can survive for many months without food. A king cobra. One heavy meal. Months. And it's hiding somewhere. Because you see, your quest for food is what, is what makes you available to your enemies. I said your quest for food, your quest for nourishment, your quest for comfort, your quest for ease is what exposes you to the enemy looking for you to hit your head with a stick. When the minister of the gospel has the wisdom of the serpent, he will be able to live without needing many things. Like snakes, Believers must not need many things to be to survive as Christians. You know, 
Today's Christian brother, Christian sister needs this, needs that, needs this, needs that. Even to marry, the list they will bring and they will say it's their uncle. Meanwhile, it's their own list. <laughs> I shouldn't say it. <laughs> if you are wise as a serpent, you won't need many things. You won't need a sophisticated environment to survive. Snakes don't need a sophisticated environment. Oh, but before, before I confuse you, I want to tell you, God wants to bless us. It is the master's will that we do well, that we prosper, that we have everything we need. Yes. Peter tells us, Second Peter 1, everything we need is the master's will. But before that time comes, you should have the ability to be okay with little. Today, to have a pastor somewhere, he, he, you need to find him an air-conditioned house, an air-conditioned car, some, 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 some sophisticated mobile phone for him to communicate by Instagram and communicate by WhatsApp before he can work for the Lord. Don't be deceived into thinking that the world has been reached with the gospel. Television ministry is not a substitute for a real pastor who lives in the village where people need him. But where are the pastors who will go to the towns and the villages and the highways? The people who would have gone on these missions are prosperity-seeking members of large churches all over the world. And they are dying by the day. Because I'll say it again, it is, it, is, it is your need for comfort and nourishment that exposes you to your enemy. To send people like this to the mission field, you will need a certain kind of house, electricity, standby generator, a special jeep, a special ambulance service, uh, uh, emergency standby doctors, international schools for their children. But the serpent does not need all these things to survive. That's why Jesus Christ said, look, have the mind of the snake. Be wise as a serpent. You, you are a sheep who has been dropped among wolves. If you have been able to find somewhere to hide, don't let food bring you out of your hole. Today, there are many countries that do not have electricity and water at all. Many countries. Some of these places are in great need of pastors. But which pastor of today will go to such a place? When he has sat in a church and his mega church pastor has fed him with prosperity sermons. And all he knows is comfort and breakthroughs and breakouts and break-ins. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 14. This is a short message. Say, I have seen all the works that are done under the sun. And behold, all is vanity and vexation of the spirits. The works that are done under the sun are the works that are going on in the world. And the Bible says that they are vexation of the spirit. You see, the word vexation 
the Hebrew word means grasping, longing, and striving. The works of this world, in this world, are all meant to get you to be striving and grasping. There's a lot of grasping. A lot of longing and striving. Today, pastors are striving over rich church members. When they are poor, unbelievers, nobody is talking to them. And founders are fighting over a rich businessman who owns four aeroplanes. Can't you see that our lives are filled with searchings, graspings, strivings for things we will never attain? Our lives are full of grabbing. We are in a hurry. If you, if you are in, in a big city, in the morning around 5.30, 6 o'clock, you see cars speeding towards one place. It's a rat race. Everybody wants a bigger house. Everybody wants more money. Everybody wants more men, more love, more women, more of everything. But my dear friend, listen to this one. You either have the spirit of contentment or the spirit of the world. The spirit of the world is a spirit of grasping, grabbing, striving, gathering. And by the time you get it, you cannot even eat it. But the spirit of God is the spirit of contentment. Today, I want that spirit in you. That is a grasping spirit. That wants what somebody has. Yes. May God heal your heart of that spirit. That's why I said, be wise as a serpent. Today I'm talking about how to be okay. Learn it to be okay. Learn it. God will bless you. Look, no devil can stop you from driving the car God wants you to drive. But it's a long journey to that car. Believe me. If you see someone having something, you must also have it. It is the spirit of comparison and competitiveness that opens the door for the demons of the world to flood into your soul. The spirit of the world is described clearly in the Bible. 1 John 2.16 For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father. It's of the world. It's the Bible. I've just read 1 John 2.16 The world is full of the lust of the world. Lust for this. Desires and longings and I want this. So people never have enough. The Bible says that the one who loves silver will never be satisfied with silver. That's why one person can steal money that even four generations of his family will still not be able to spend. But he still wants more. He still wants to come for more elections. How can you work for the Lord? When you are following the burning desires of your eyes and of your flesh. Discontentment, this spirit of grabbing 
and, 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 and striving and grasping is what caused many kings of Israel to be destroyed. And I'll read a few to you. I'm telling you today, eh, it's a very easy Sunday. Learn to be okay. Learn to be okay. What, what you have, be okay. Because if you are not okay, the attempt to get what God hasn't given you will expose you to the one with a stick looking for you already. Your enemy has a stick like that. That's how he's standing. But he doesn't get you because you are content with what you have in your house. So you don't move out. But the day you step out, you, 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 your head will be crushed. Today God is warning you. He's warning shepherds. When I mention shepherd, I just heard something in my ear. There's a shepherd watching. You want a smartphone before you do outreach. I just heard it clearly. It's as if somebody just spoke to me. You, you, you are not giving your best because you are using a young phone. And today we are doing online service. People are doing online Facebook. And so, so if you don't have a smartphone, it means you can't. No. No. If you cannot serve God without a phone, you will not serve him with a phone. I'll take it again. If you cannot serve God and be spiritual and love God without a phone or with a young phone, you will never serve God. In fact, the smartphone will be your pornography base. Yes, the smartphone will be the reason why you will not even read your Bible. The spirit of the world, where you need, you have to have A, B, C before you do A, B. It's wrong. When God calls you, he asks you the same way he asks Moses, what is in your hand? What is in your hand? You would have said, I don't have any AK-47. I don't have any, any, any wind turbine. So what is in your hand? Is it a stick? I will use it. But there are people like Andrew and Philip who see things in people's hands and they rubbish it. That's why Christ never listened to them. When he was looking for something to give 5,000 guys, Andrew brought a boy. He said, I've seen a boy. He's got five loaves. And two fishes that he himself had about. What is it among all these people? Christ didn't even respond to him. He said, Make the man sit down. I'm telling you, whatever is in your hand there, believe God. Don't, don't start doing anything with a mind that you must get something before you do what you have to do. Yeah. Don't, don't start to serve God. Don't start to obey God. Don't start to walk with God in any area with a mind that you need something that you don't have before you can start. Never. It is always, what do you have in your hand? 
If you open your hand and there's air in your hand, he will use the air. When the boy opened his hand and there were five loaves and three fishes, did Jesus use it? I can't, I, I, I can't hear you. Did Jesus use five loaves and two fishes to feed 5,000? Then he's speaking to you also. Whatever you are, how you are, be ready for God to use you. Oh, and as he's using you, he will add here, he will add there, he will add from up, he will add from down, he will fatten you, he will bless you, but it begins with what you have. That grasping spirit. So we can't serve God in the church. We can't live holy lives. We can't obey God. Because as you are there, you are not happy with what you are. Today, daughters want to live like their mothers. Sons want to live like their fathers. They want to drive the car their father drives. They want to wear the shoe their father wears. They want to wear the shirt their father wears. And there is, there is just madness everywhere. Madness everywhere. One warning from Deuteronomy 17, verse 14 says, But he shall not multiply horses to himself. I'm preaching about contentment. Be okay. Be okay. I said, Be okay. You are okay. But he shall not multiply horses to himself. Today there are rich members of our churches who could have helped and supported, even not with money, but to be, to be leaders, to be pastors, to be shepherds. But never. Want more, more. The one with three cars wants five cars. In my lifetime, there's only one rich man, wealthy man, only one I know of, who came into my hands and he allowed me to lead him in the ministry to be a pastor. He's very special to me. The rest of them, no. 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 They, pay, they, they, they are on that line, pressing for more. Pressing for more. And you get and get and get and get. And you, you, later on you sit back and you ask yourself, what is all this? He said, he shall not multiply horses to himself, nor cause the people to return to Egypt, to the end that he should multiply horses. For as much as the Lord has said unto you, ye shall henceforth return no more that way, neither shall he multiply wives to himself. That his heart turn not away, neither shall he greatly multiply to himself silver and gold. Neither shall he greatly multiply. Look, I don't know how we came by this coronavirus, but I believe. As our prophet has said, an angel was pouring judgment. But listen to this very carefully. 
one of the things this coronavirus has done to us. Maybe I shouldn't have preached. I should have just come to say that. Just take your mind back to, to the coronavirus lockdown days. Because it taught us that you really don't need a lot of things to survive. It taught us that you can, you can, you can, you can survive with very little. That you can be very happy with very little. It brought us, it, it downsized our, 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 our rat races. And kept us holed up in our rooms. To teach you that you don't need to be running everywhere to be happy in life. When you have the spirit of contentment, the desire for all these things goes and your love is turned towards God. Then you set your affection on things above and desire the will of God and the presence of God more than anything else. May you desire the will of God, the presence of God, the power of God. May you desire God. I wish you God. Yes. I wish you Jesus. I don't wish you prosperity. If you have Jesus, you have everything. Yes. I'm saying that there's a spirit which has entered the church. And I'm going on. Paul had the spirit of contentment. He received a command from God to be content in every circumstance. That's what we read in Philippians. To be content means to be stable, to be happy and satisfied with your circumstances. I'll take it again. It's a short message. To be content means to be happy, to be stable and satisfied with your circumstances. God's command to us is to have a spirit of contentment. Paul reveals that God has instructed him to have that attitude. Amazingly, Christians today do not have that attitude. Is it that we are not hearing the voice of God? You can't hear God's voice? Or the spirit of the world has taken over your life? Philippians 4, verse 12. I read again. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased, I know how to abound everywhere and in all things. I'm instructed. I am instructed. This is, a, this is the English word. You say, I am instructed. Both to be full and to be hungry. Both to abound and to suffer. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. That's why today, pastors can't do all things. No. A lot of pastors can't do all things. They can only do ministries in Ibadan, Lagos, uh, Abidjan, Accra, Kumasi, Lome, um, uh, uh, Nairobi, Johannesburg, Cape Town. No. Which pastor will go to Abome Kalavi? God forbid. <laughs> yeah. So we can't do all things. Today, pastors cannot 
witness to everyone. You can't do all things. But Paul said, I, I am able to do all things. Give me London, I'll do ministry there. Yes. Give me Niger, I'll do ministry there. May we come to this place where wherever the parachute drops us, we'll be okay. I want to talk to you for a few minutes about discontentment. Discontentment. And, and you will love it. It's a beautiful book. What it means to be as wise as a serpent. Listen to this one. And I'm ending. Discontentment is dangerous. That is, not being happy with what you have. Not being okay with your room. Yes. Not being okay with the job you have. Not being okay with the members you have. Discontentment is dangerous because, watch it, it makes you reach out for things God has withheld from you. Help me, Jesus. I'll take it again. Yes. I know a sister, when she's singing, she say, I'll take it again. Yes. Today, I also want to take it again. This contentment is not only singing that you can take it again. Preaching also, you can take it again. This contentment is dangerous because, watch this, it makes you reach out for things God has withheld from you. Can you clap your hands for this point? Beautiful. And listen. Do you know that God withholds certain things from you? I bet you didn't know. God withholds certain things from you. God may have withheld riches from you but given you a faithful husband. God may have withheld money from you but he has given you a nice wife. He may have withheld an international ministry from you but given you a great national ministry. Ah, bah. Sometimes when I'm preaching a very powerful message, very, I know that this message, every Christian should hear it. This message there, I mean, if, 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 if I was preaching on Facebook, there should be, by this time, 10K people watching live. Live views, 10K, 10,000. The one I look, 128 people are watching. <laughs> I say, yes, that's your level. Your level is 128. Be happy there. Be content there. And work there. I will lift you up. There is always something you do not have. There is always something you do not have. And you must be careful when you go out seeking for things you do not have. Makabaya Dabosha. You don't have to add yourself to the list of discontented people I'm going to now list to you. I'm going to read the list. Don't add yourself to it. I said, there will always be something you don't have. You may have this, you may have that, but there will be something... <laughs> There will be something you don't have. May you hide in your hole and not step out looking for what you don't have. You crush your head. 
There will always be something you don't have. Can you clap your hands for Bishop Dagwal? And now, now, that's a list now. I'm reading a list. Adam was given 10,000 million trees. But God withheld the tree of life. He reached out for the tree of life. And he lost his place in the Garden of Eden. Can you clap your hands? 10,000 million trees. But one. Don't touch it. He reached out to it. He lost his place. Karaku Zabayana. Ahab, King Ahab, was given Israel. But he was not given Naboth's vineyard. He reached out for Naboth's vineyard and he lost his kingship. I feel like breakdancing. David was given lots of women. But he was not given Bathsheba. He reached out to take Bathsheba. He lost his peace. There will all, if you are a man, there will always be. Today, I saw an Indian man who has 54 wives. Hundred and something children, uh, children, and ninety something grandchildren, and he's looking for more wives. They have surrounded him with their children today. Today, Absalom was given the right to be a prince and an important person in Israel, but he was not given the kingdom. He reached out for the kingdom and lost his life. At the end of the day, he was hanging in a tree. Be very careful. There is something you don't have. You will have a great... Dexterity on the keyboard. But there will be something you will be damp in that area. Everybody has something. Ah, everybody. You cannot have one beloved with all the looks in town. Yes. You can't have one beloved who has all the looks. You can have a beloved who is tall and short at the same time. I mean, is he a plastic bag or what? Is he a plastic bag? Either he is short and not tall, or he is tall and not short. Either he is slim and not big, or he is big and not slim. You can't have all. There will always be something you do not have. You may be able to preach well, but you don't have a beloved. Be content. Yes, you have a wife, but you don't preach like that brother who doesn't have a wife. Because everybody has something, everybody doesn't have something. So when you don't have something, you don't reach out to get what you don't have. You'll be an Ahab, you'll be an Absalom, you'll be a David, and you'll be an Adam. Gehazi was given the privilege of becoming Elijah's successor. He reached out to get money he was not supposed to have, and he lost his ministry. Money and clothes, he lost it. 
After Elijah, we had Elisha. After Elisha, Nosha. I said, after Elijah, we had Elisha. After Elisha, Nosha. Why? Because the Gehazi, who should have done four times what his father had, was, was, was longing for clothes. That's why even Naaman told him, he said, be content. He asked, he said, can I have a bag? He said, take two and be content. Be happy. Be okay. This is an unbeliever king. Discontentment is an open door for Satan to tempt you. Yes. You look around, you see the girl you have married and the way she is and so then you turn right and you see Abigail and her, her, her hips and her smile and, 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 and your wife, like the teeth are not even formed well. Hey! Always, I said, there will be something your wife doesn't have but you can see it in your secretary. Can you lift your hands and ask for contentment? Lift your hands. I'm ending. Ask for contentment. Ask the Lord. The Lord, the, the, the chamber and hall I'm living in, the husband I have, he, he, he's, he's too fat, he's not slim. He's too slim, he's not fat. He's too short, he's not tall. Lift your hands and just pray. Say, Lord, I am happy with my wife. I'm happy with my tech. I'm happy with my house. Oh yes, you, 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 you will prosper me. You will increase me. You will bless me. But I am learning like a snake to be okay. Lift your hands and pray. Just thank God. Just thank God. Say to the Lord, Lord, I'm happy with my wife. Lord, I love like my car. I don't drive a Benz. I don't even drive my bishop's car. I don't drive the car my bishop drives. I like my picanto. I thank you. Thank you. Before evil enters you. Masunima. Re mama sata. Le mama mama mama. Re masunima. Ima onde bosa baba. La primo sundi maanda baba. Jesus. Jesus. Listen to me very carefully. Whenever you see something you don't have, and you are tempted like Ahab, Gehazi, Adam, David to, to grasp it. Remember my voice. Your end has been planned. The sudden termination of your favor is on its way. Yes. No matter where you pass, you will meet something you don't have. Sometimes even that thing you don't have will offer itself to you. It's not only under crowd who said, take me back. A lot of things, a job. A, ah, I know people, the, 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 the week they were about to enter full time, that's the week they had a promotion nobody in the company has ever had before. I said, you will meet something you like, but it's not for you. 
I said, you like. That is what you are looking for in your husband. That you would, you'd have loved to have a husband, a man who is slim, and when, when he walks, oh, this is a real man with muscles. Not this, not this bag, bag, bag of meat. When he's sleepy, just a, that's your own. Record it and make music from that snoring. I said, record the snoring and just make music. Transpose. You will have something you like, but it's not for you. May God help you not to touch something which is not for you. Not to steal a member who is not for you. Not to take somebody's car, which is not for you. Not to take somebody's sheep, which is not for you. Masuni Mayanda. I said, no matter how much you have, you will need, you will meet something you like, but you don't have. You may have a lot of sheep. Christ told the story of a man who had the visitor. He was a rich man with a lot of animals. A lot of it. But he, he, none of them pleased him except his neighbor who had one lamb, one eel. Or is, is it ewe or eel? Eel lamb. Eel lamb. He went for the lamb and killed it. So it's not about what you, have, you don't have. It is greed. And snakes are not greedy. No, 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 no. He eats once, the next meal, like you, your breakfast, the next one is a snack before you have lunch. For the snake, the next meal is in three months' time. No wonder it is safe from the enemies looking for him. Grasping, grabbing, I like this. Let me add this girl to my wife. Let me add this one to my husband. Let me go for my former boyfriend. I never knew that he had some skills that my present husband doesn't have. I need both skills. Foolish woman. I'm preaching. This contentment is an open door for Satan to tempt you. Be happy. Whenever you, you come to a place where you know you can see something you don't have, remember that there is something you also have that someone also doesn't have. And in this life, you will always not have something till you die. In a thousand years, you will not have something. Psalm 47 verse 2, the New American Standard Bible says, for the Lord most high is to be feared. A great king over all the earth. He, subdu- he subdues peoples under us. And nations under our feet. He chooses our inheritance for us. You're not listening. You're not listening. Psalm 47 verse 2 to 4. NASB. I'll take it again. For the Lord Most High is to be feared. A great king over all the earth. He subdues peoples under us. And nations under our feet. He chooses our inheritance for us. He chooses what you must have. Makuna si kadazama 
he chose what I must have. I better be happy with what I have. Yes. He chose the sun I must have. They eat a lot, but I like them. I like them. I like them. <laughs> yes. Since they came from school, my food has got finished in the house. But I like them. You hear your friends, oh, my, my sons, they, don't, they are very finicky. They don't eat a lot. Oh, also come, he eats just once, once a day. And he's a baby, I don't know why. And he looks very healthy. His lab tests are all fine. And you are wondering, Lord, why can't my son be like this boy? <laughs> and as you are thinking, you, you see him coming, he's going to open the fridge. <laughs> He chose that boy for you. He says he chooses our inheritance for us. Oh, what a book. Can we clap your hands for this book? <laughs> Sir, he chose your wife for you. Yes. She may have a nice voice, but she doesn't bath. It's your wife. He chose her for you. She sings beautifully, but she doesn't bath. Or she sings nicely and baths, but when she makes jollof rice, it has got anemia, megaloblastic anemia. <laughs> then you go to your 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 lady pastor's house, and the jollof has got polycythemia, polycythemia rubra vera, bloody jollof. <laughs> I'm having a good time. Be happy with what you have. Be happy with it. Problems, be okay. I'm okay. I really wish my husband wasn't like this. But if this is what I have, I'm okay. Because your enemy, who wants to destroy you, he has planned you for your life with discontentment. So as soon as you are content, it means you have blocked his plans. Yes. His plans for you, a major part of your enemy's plans is that you will go out to look for something you don't have. Help me, Jesus. What are the roots of discontentment? Comparison and jealousy. Yes. Comparison and jealousy are the roots of discontentment. You are comparing yourself with the wrong thing. Yes, comparison and jealousy. Through comparison, you will give yourself a wrong vision for your life. God has a special calling for you that does not compare with anyone else. Why are you comparing yourself with the wrong people? Why are you becoming jealous? You are opening the door for the spirit of discontentment and distraction. Whenever snakes step out of their hiding places to seek for food, they endanger their lives. When the snake sleeps in its hiding place without seeking for food, it is often safe. Comparison is the root of discontentment. When you are discontent, you start to compare. You compare your child with somebody's child. Your husband with somebody's husband. Your wife with somebody's wife. Your car with somebody's car. Your church with somebody's church. Your preaching with somebody's preaching. But God made you so. 
he will choose he said he chooses our inheritance for us second corinthians 10 12 says for we dare not don't you, you dare not make yourself of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise comparison as you are standing as you are there singing you are singing beautifully nice voice harmony everything is fine and when you look down and you see the girls your your friend's shoes and you look at yours her nice shoes with nice everything and yours some ekume kume shoes then suddenly you, you lose hope and your voice changes You are ministering powerfully and you see the sister on your, on your, on your side. You see her finger with the, with the wedding ring and yours is just, is just air, air, air fingers. Say, Lord, when will I be like this forever? God chose your inheritance for you at the right time. Oh, I said at the right time. At the right a time of his own choosing. If only you will stay faithful. If only you will stay faithful. That's why I say with, with both, you need faith. And patience. And the last one, I, there are two things that make people unhappy, unokay, discontented. One is comparison. Mrs. Ose, look at her legs. Then you look at your paint bucket. <laughs> People are enjoying. Oh. People are enjoying. Somebody is also spying your own. Because his own too, his wife doesn't have one leg. One leg is cast. She walks like this. But your wife. She may be a paint bucket, but she's moving gently. The fact that somebody is Coca-Cola bottle and yours is can Coke doesn't mean that you can't enjoy. Learn it. He said, he said, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of situations that don't like me, things I'm not happy with, but I will eat my food. I will eat my food. Always, the table God prepares for you, there will be enemies there. There will be things you don't like. There will be faces you don't want to see. There will be people you don't want to talk to. But you learn to be happy with it. The last one that makes people discontent is jealousy. Jealousy. Instead of being happy with God has given you, with what God has given you, you look over your shoulder to see what God has given someone else. That's what I was talking about. Tell yourself, God has given me something. Say, I like what God has given me. Say, I like what God has given me. Abba. Instead of being happy with your grass, 
you are looking outside your fence, beyond your fence to look at somebody's grass. Why? And then the person also whose grass you are admiring is looking into your yard also at the tree in your house which he doesn't have. Madness. Madness. Many times we are often happier until we know what somebody has. You are happy with your own uh, till you see your friend's beloved. You and your beloved, you flow that two years. As soon as Kwame brings his beloved, no, now you start quarreling. Yeah. Christ told the story of some laborers. Some laborers who went to work. He paid them. The story is in Matthew 20. He paid them. And they were happy. Until they saw the salary of the person, the, the, the next person who came later. But when he had not seen the salary of the other one, they were happy. They were happy with the, server, uh, with the master. They said, Thank you. You've done well. You told us you pay us 20 Ghana. You paid us. You said, You pay us $50. You paid us. Until they saw the person who came three hours later, they saw the money and suddenly their whole system changed. We are always happy till we, we step out and see something we don't have. You see legs you don't have. You see breasts you don't have. You see buttocks you don't have. You see a car you don't have. You see a house you don't have. Your friend's husband has built a, a house. And your husband is chamber and hall he can rent. Even that one, you said the money. He bought 50%. You also bought 50%. Jealousy. Not being happy. And it's in all of us. It's in all of us. It's in me. It's in you. But the snake's wisdom is that. No. No, 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 no. No. I don't have it. I'm hiding. It must be super necessary after six months before I see if I can get food to eat. I'm happy. I don't need breakfast, lunch, and supper. I don't need slim, fat, tall, short, round, fair, dark. I don't need teacher, lawyer, doctor, businessman. My husband is a teacher. I like him. Your wife doesn't bath in the night. Somebody's wife doesn't bath in the morning nights once every two days Makota Shakataka the same way we bundle airtime she also bundles the bathroom she has bundled the bathroom take yours like that because if you step out to look for a woman who baths, you can die. Many men have died. Many wives have died. Many pastors have lost their ministry trying to become something God hasn't given them. Pastors have become prophets when God made them teachers. So now they, they, they preach with earphones in their, in their ears. The usher is telling them, the woman in the yellow dress, yes, yes, go to her. She has a son who is not well. Say, I, there's a lady here. Yes, the one in the yellow dress. Your son is not well. You live at Dansuman. Yes, yes, yes. Come, come forward, come forward, come forward. 
Meanwhile, you are a teacher. You are forcing to be a prophet. That's why you've got earphones in your ear. And listening to an usher, when you should be listening to the Holy Spirit. Contentment. When you are okay, when you are okay, everything goes well for you. When you are okay with your little, and I'm saying again, in this life, everybody, there's an area you have got a lot. There's an area you have very little. What you don't have, somebody has. What you have, someone doesn't have. Be happy with such as you have. Be content with such as you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So that we also may boldly say, God is our helper. I will not fear what man shall do. Stand to your feet. Let's pray. Your pastor is not like uh, 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 some of this pastor. It's okay. You like a pastor when he preaches, he doesn't sweat. And your pastor, by the time he's in the middle, he's changing his set. He goes to change the set and continues uh, to preach. Take yours like that. I, I, I love the, the, the NASB uh, um, rendering of that scripture. It says, He chooses our inheritance for us. Lift your hands. Masani Kadua Sani Kamasina Mohanda Prima 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 Nua Mazi Kaduzi Mahandeleba Sana Mamaziko Mehandeliaba Samanda Babosha Kababa Lembre Lembre Bazwando Loboseka Kabadimo Sapaleandoka Mazanuma Mama Mama Masanda Lababa Oh Jesus, Mama, contentment. I'm okay. I'm okay. Yes, I'm okay. I don't have something, Lord. But what you have given me, I like my church. Oh, I like my church. I thank you for my members. I like my singers. I like my instrumentalists. I like my keyboardists. I like my shepherds. I like my sound man. I like him. He's not from Czechoslovakia, but I like him. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I like my shoes. I like my shirt. I like my Bible. I like my car. I like my car. I like my house. I like my life. Lift your hands and ask the Lord to teach you. Oh, yes. To give you that inner. Instruction. How to be happy with what you have. Otherwise, you step out. You reach out to touch a, a breast God hasn't given you. You are ending your ministry. I said, You are touching a breast God hasn't given you. May the spirit of Ahab be driven out. May the spirit of Absalom be driven out. May the spirit of Adam be driven out. May the spirit of David be driven out. May God's will be done.
God's will be done. Masatunama. Re Kasyanda Zunama. She Matumi and Dabranko Daba. Sababadimo Don't wait for anything to come before you serve God. What you have now, use it to serve God. Is it a stick? God will help you. Masatalaba. Is it five loaves and two fishes? God will help you. Kanya suna. Kanya suna. Kanya suna. Kanya suna. Zaniko mahanda. Every hand lifted. Every hand lifted. And say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Today. Today. I surrender my life to you. I surrender my life to you. Forgive me. Forgive me for my wandering appetites. For my wandering appetites. For, 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 for being a wanderlust. For being a wanderlust. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. To be happy with what you've given to me. To be happy with what you've you have blessed me. You have blessed. You me. have been good to me. You have been good. To you me. have been kind to you me. You have been kind to me. What I have. What I have. Few people have. Few people have. I thank you. I thank you for what you've given me. For what you've given From me. today. From today. I'll be happy. I'll be happy with my church. With my church. With my pastor. With my pastor. With my ministry. With my ministry. With my life. With my life. With the life you've given me. With the life you've given me. I thank you. I thank you. For blessing me. For blessing with such a beautiful life. Such a beautiful life. Let your will be done. Let your will be done. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And say after me, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Please wash my sins away. Please wash away. my sins away. Please cleanse me. Please cleanse me. Today. Today. I declare. I declare that I am born that again. That I am born again. I thank you. I thank you for my salvation. For my salvation. I thank you. I thank you for eternal life. For eternal life. I thank you. I thank you for a new life. For a new life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Clap your hands for Jesus. Well, 